0: Hello, everyone. My name is Matt, aka Legion Rex, and welcome to another great episode of The Gap. A long delayed episode of The Gap, but an episode nevertheless. I'm with my co host, Shane, aka The Bearded One. How are you doing today, Shane?
1: Shane and Matt are complete strangers living separate lives until they suddenly switch places Shane wakes up in Matt's body and Shane in his This occurrence happens randomly and they must adjust their lives around each other Yet somehow, it works They build a connection by leaving notes for one another until they wish to finally meet But something stronger than distance may keep us apart That's right folks, Matt and I are separated by distance, but connected by fate.
0: Oh.
1: And if you accuse me of just reading the back of the your name blu-ray, uh I call shenanigans, sir, because that was totally improvised. That was a totally
0: improvised and original story that Shane had That gone, was had that was my
1: original way. uh screenplay, please do not steal. Uh, pl-
0: uh, original OC, please no steal.
1: No steal. Copyright Shane Hansen 2018.
0: Shane has wa- watched your name for the first time over the over the. Oh, our, well,
1: well I'll 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 mention that when we get into uh our discussion. But yeah, yeah welcome back the to the gap.
0: Cuz once again, uh the anime industry decided to uh just, just drop fucking a fucking
1: ha- bombshell on drop us the a day we recording right
0: before recording. They they this is the third time in a row this has happened. Yep.
1: And I so, hate that uh, I'm It's going to be a doozy
0: it is going to be a doozy. Anyways, uh we're going to go for, we're going to talk about uh some anime, some anime news, our featured anime of the week, and uh a couple of, and whatever else comes to uh the discussion naturally.
1: So, Shane, uh are you behind on the simulcasts like I am? What are you talking about, Matt? I am a responsible anime viewer and I am caught up on all of my favorite shows including Place further than the universe. Darling in the Franks. Violet Evergarden. Hakumei and Makochi
0: Killing Bites. Ch- <laughs> citrus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely <laughs> fallen behind on Citrus. I have definitely. You. I
0: I definitely do not hate the. hate myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. I am incredibly behind on the seasonal shows. I really haven't been watching many of them very lately the only one i've really been keeping up on is fucking pop team and let me tell you that last episode was fucking brilliant oh
0: yeah fucking
1: pop team needs to stop (laughs) pop team needs to stop it's going to give me a heart attack (laughs)
0: I swear to fuck, this is gonna be the end of me.
1: And we got like four episodes left. How could they? What What are they gonna do? They, you know what? They better fucking go all out for the finale. I don't. I don't even care if episode twelve isn't the best episode. I'm going to boycott.
0: <laughs> it better be the fucking best episode. The only shows I'm caught up on are yeah, pop. I find, I'm caught up on Pop Team, and I'm also uh, caught up on Darling and uh, Plays Further. And that's
1: pretty much it, actually. Uh, yeah, there's a, not a whole lot to talk about in this section. Yeah, because there's not a whole
0: lot to talk about. But we are because it is technically half, more than halfway through the season. Uh, we are going to discuss. We're going to talk about our uh, top. We're going to discuss our top uh, top three shows of the season right now. Uh, so Shane, what are your top three anime of the season?
1: Okay. So, my top three anime for winter 2018, no particular order. Yeah, yep, right now. Um, D- Darling in the Franks, uh, A Place Further Than the Universe, and Pop Team Epic. I, you know what? I was going to throw Violet in there, but then I realized, man, fucking Pop Team is its own fucking beast. Like, Pop Team is incredible for all the stupidest reasons.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine is... Yeah, Place Further is clearly at the top. And then Darling and Violet. Uh... Cause... Because when when Cause, uh, Pop Team is close in there as well. Same with, uh, After the Rain. Uh, yeah. Which more people need to fucking watch.
1: And, I mean, if you're into the stupid bullshit, throw Killing Bites in there. Yeah, throw
0: Killing Bites. Although, to be, I think, kill, uh, although, uh, Killing Bites is, uh... I do agree, I don't think it's as nearly as good as it was when it started. Um, uh, but...
1: But, I mean... Snake Penis.
0: Yeah, that was a thing. Uh, fuck. And if you saw one of the newer episodes, you know that there was, uh
1: snake dick
0: not not just snake dick but uh lesbian action
1: um, Yeah, there was a very very graphic <laughs> yeah
0: lesbian scene
1: Les- uh, it was it was steamy to say the least
0: it was steamy and it was uh but at the same and at the same time i don't think anyone minded
1: as uh scott kaiser neko from team four star said i may be a gay man but ho oh, <laughs> that was hot <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so uh, that's really all I want to talk about for simulcast so we're going to just yeah. jump straight into the news with our first piece of news which is not really news instead it's just the basic discussion uh, as we're recording uh, as we're recording this uh, the Crunchyroll anime awards were about a week ago to the exact uh, when we,
1: yeah, yeah it was about and, it was six days ago it was last Saturday
0: and we have some thoughts, uh, some good, mostly bad, but some good. <laughs> uh, so, sh- so, 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 Shane, what were- You didn't watch the actual stream.
1: I right? didn't. I didn't watch the stream. I was just following the results. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna take the reins for the for the for the stream thing because I have some shit to say. Uh, Crunchy. I just. D- you I need didn't- to get your shit. You yeah, I didn't, together, I didn't. I didn't
1: see it, but I heard that it was like a technical nightmare. It was a technical <laughs> nightmare. One of my favorite
0: moments was when they announced what was it? uh, fucking uh, uh, for uh, it was a uh, fucking best score they gave to uh, Made in Abyss, but instead they, they accidentally showed Peace they played Sign the again. fucking My Hero <laughs> opening. They played my Hero, no, and not just not the soundtrack of My Hero, the fucking opening. And had... And it said, like, best opening and everything. So they just replayed something from the beginning of the night. Uh, fucking... The stream kept cutting out. Um... There was a lot of... It, it was a... It was a... Really... Laggy stream, too. Um... Sound would just leave every once in a while. It was... Pretty bad. Um... So Crunchyroll... And this happened last Last time, too. So Crunchyroll, get your shit together... <laughs> um uh outside of that the actual awards themselves literally no surprises with the exception of two um uh fucking the uh all, the only real surprise was made in abyss winning best uh bit of anime of the year uh which I was which I'm actually really happy with, albeit I did not expect it to win considering that everything else that was happening that night. Uh, and H and Magus writing drama was just per yes yeah uh so Sh- so Shane any th- any thoughts on the winners or are you ju- or are you just like everyone else and just like yep
1: I'm a- okay um I'm mostly indifferent because I don't really care <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah like I will agree that it was it was a very predictable award show. Like people were bitching about the Yuri on Ice awards last year, people are going to be bitching about the My Hero awards this year. It's oh, yeah, fact, to... it's going to happen.
0: And you no, know, it is happening. Even the My Hero subreddit was bitching about it, which I find very funny. And I'm um... like
1: and I'm like okay. Again, I don't really care, but like let's just be happy that The show that won all these awards is a very good show and is deserving of them. Yeah, like let's just be happy about that. Mm -hmm. Granted, My Hero did sweep this fucking award show, Mm. but it's it's My Hero. Everyone fucking expected this, and if you didn't, you're lying.
0: Yeah, yeah. My Hero exploded in popularity this year. Like there was no way that it wasn't going to win a lot of shit. And I would not be surprised if it does the exact same thing next year, too.
1: Yeah, because Season uh, if it's 3 nominated, is airing, so. If it's
0: nominated, of course.
1: It's going to be... It's going to be... Yeah, it's going writing, to be... Writing off the coattails of the success of last season, Season 3 is going to be nominated for a bunch of shit.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, it is going to be nominated for a bunch of shit. Alright, so... And with that out of the way, we can get into the actual yeah, with news. Yeah,
1: the, with the bullshit out of the way. <laughs>
0: yeah, with the actual news. Um. Uh. We. Uh. So a couple we a couple of podcasts ago, we discussed: is it wrong to pick up girls in the dungeon at a big <laughs> announcement? And we will be. We've been waiting anxiously, or in our case, I mean, not so anxiously. I haven't been. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, for the next announcement. Uh, well, the announcement finally did come. And that it's going to, that, uh, not only will, is a Ron the Pickup Goes in the Dungeon get a season two, but will also get a original anime film developed by the original light novel author. <laughs> uh, the G.A. Bunko 2018 high Stage Presentation at the Wonder Festival event announced on Sunday that Fuji Nino Omori's and illustrator Suji... Uh, Suji Hijo Yasuda's Is It Wrong To Try To Pick Up Girls In A Dungeon Light Novel Series is inspiring a second anime season and an anime film. The film is titled Dungeon No Diet No uh, Moteru no, uh, no Wa Masukiru Dado Ka Arrow, the- Arrow of the Orion or in English Is It Wrong To Pick Up Girls In the Dungeon Arrow of the Orion. The film presentation reveals the film's visual and also reveals that the film will have a completely original story written by the original light novel author himself. The Twitter account for Ghibunkos teased last month that the fr- that the franchise was getting a new project. No other announcements on whether or not JC staff will be returning to animate the show or not. So, um I'm not going to lie, I am very surprised that it's actually getting the season 2.
1: Yeah, honestly, because like <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think anyone associates is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon with quality?
0: I mean, there's a couple of people. It has its fans, but, like, it's one of those... Sh- it's definitely one of those shows that came out, made a huge splash, and then never one ever talked about it again. Um, it it was one of those shows that really was part of the... it's It was part of the, like, the simulcast seasonal stuff, where it was the biggest show of the season, but then nobody cared afterwards. Probably because <laughs> it wasn't that great. Um, yeah. Um... Um, But I'm very surprised it's getting the second season, uh, which means there must be some demand for it, at least in Japan. Um, But what's really surprising, too, is the fact that it's also getting a fucking movie.
1: Yeah, it's getting a movie, not, too.
0: Not a recap, either.
1: Yeah, an original anime yeah. film.
0: Yeah. I mean, for I, I'm guessing for fans that this is probably, like, a static news. I'm happy for them. But... I have not. A, I'm not the biggest fan of the franchise. Um, I'll still check out season two at least, because um, season when season one was good, it was good. It just had a lot of problems. <laughs> uh, so I'm going. I I will definitely at least check out the first like episode or so of season two to see how it is. But other than that, I I don't really have any interest.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I haven't read any of the light novels. I haven't fucking watched season one. I literally don't care because I don't know anything about the series. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure the light novels are good, um, but I just the show did nothing for me. So, but yeah, no. But well, at least we'll keep. Well, at least we'll keep an eye on season two and when it and when it inevitably comes out, probably later this year probably like fall season maybe yeah probably or at least or wintered next year by the latest yeah um uh speaking (laughs) of sequels and ones that we're actually excited about are you super hyped for my hero season three (laughs) that explains everything (laughs) well they just announced who will be performing the of the op the opening theme oh this okay For My Hero Season 3, this year's 13th issue of Weekly Shonen Jump magazine announced that the new theme song artist for the upcoming 3rd television anime season, based on Kohei Horokoshi's My Hero Academia manga on Monday. Overworld, who did the openings for Heroic Legend of Arsland, Bleach, and Blue Exorcist, will perform the new opening theme song, and Miwa, who worked on themes for Flying Witch and *Silver Spoon*, will perform the new ending theme. The new season will, will premiere on April 7th, and will remain in the same time slot that the second season held. Um, Funimation is streaming, will be simulcasting the series, and a simuldub will soon do follow. <laughs> yeah, uh this is just good news. Uh this is news to me cuz I love Overworld. I love yeah, this Yeah, you
1: freak you freaked out on the Discord when this dropped.
0: Yeah, I freaked out cuz Overworld is my favorite Jap- uh, Japanese band. I yeah. think they're absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, they, um, they, they
1: they do they do some good shit. The fucking um Blue Exorcist opening fucking killer. Oh
0: yeah, they did uh they did Kurosogas too.
1: Yeah, um, fucking killer.
0: Uh, they did. They uh, they literally did one of the strongest bleach openings. That was the second one, and that one's fucking great. Heroic Legend of Arslan's opening is great. They have like, of they like one of the only um, Japanese bands that actually got went go out of my way to listen to their original stuff like outside of anime. Mm-hmm. Like when a new album of them like actually drops, I will actually listen to it. It's, Like the only one I can go out of my way to listen to. So hey. yeah, they're really, really good. I'm so and I'm so happy they're doing the opening for My Hero, which which means that the opening should be one hundred percent hella lit.
1: Which means the opening will be dope as f.
0: Yeah, continuing the My Hero tradition of having absolutely amazing openings in every single, <laughs> every single time.
1: And seeing seeing how um. Seeing as season three is going to probably be the same length as season two, we're gonna get two openings. Yeah. So, Whew.
0: I'm very, very excited. Very excited. Also, I don't um, know who Miwa is. Are we talking
1: about? Uh, I uh, um, what? Uh, are we are we talking about the My Hero Movie at all during this news? Uh, or? we
0: didn't get any. Uh, we didn't get any new information on it though. Actually. So. What do you mean?
1: Ha <laughs> ha impromptu news story um apparently they announced the release date for the movie july 27th oh yeah
0: july 20 oh july 27th yeah july
1: okay. 27th for the my hero movie mm-hmm. which, which that's okay my my question with the movie is is it going to be canonical or are they just is it going to be just an original it's, story
0: i don't know uh they got kodakoshi's working on it but apparent, but it's an original story um, so my guess is it's going it's it, it, it's a shonen movie. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So don't expect it to be completely canon. But if it's Hotokoshi then it's probably going to try to be trying yeah, to fit it.
1: He's probably going to try and fit it in there somewhere.
0: Um uh oh okay so I looked and looking at Miwa she's doing she's uh she's doing the ending from My Hero Season 3. Uh, she worked on... She did the theme for Sacred Star of Milos. Ooh. Um, and she also did OP12. Again, another person who worked on Bleach as well. Uh, and she did one of the better openings for that one, too. So, yeah, so, overall good news for My Hero. We just need to wait to April 7th for this fucking thing to get here. For this
1: fucking thing. We gotta wait another goddamn month for the shit. Uh, uh,
0: okay, um... Uh, so... Uh, in, Next in News, uh... Shane, do you like The Disastrous Life of Psyche-K?
1: I mean, I haven't watched it, but I've heard many good things, so well, I'm I going to say yes. I The
0: Disastrous Life of Psyche-K. Uh, and this is, uh, this year's 13th issue of Leaky Soul and Jump Magazine, uh, pu- uh published the final chapter of oh. Psyche-K back a couple oh. of weeks ago. Uh, however... However, not all is lost, as uh, Asa will be lan- launching a four-panel sequel manga in Jump's 14th issue on March 5th. So, so the day this airs, yeah, on so the day this airs, Psyche K will return, albeit no longer as a normal like 20 pa- like 20-page chapter as a as
1: a four-panel
0: manga. It's, it's going to be a four-panel now. Uh, I mean. I think this leads into... Uh, and... Uh, I don't have it up. Uh, but this also leads into another thing. A lot of jump series are ending. Um, outside of like... psyche Stuff like Psyche K and Gintama. Which are longer runners that have been going on for a while. A lot of their like... Uh, like recent... A lot of recent stuff that they tried out will be... Are, is like getting scrapped. And this leads into a discussion that I want to get into. And it's about... Can Jump sustain itself for the next like couple of years? Because honestly, they have they're, they're going through a rut and a pro and like some yeah. massive issues right now.
1: Well, I Team- mean, mm-hmm. two of the big three are done, so yeah, that's a the bi- he, that's a huge dent in yeah. the Shonen Jump.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, One Piece is single-handedly destroying every other manga in the yep. in the in like like the highest. The highest uh, selling non-One Piece manga is My Hero, which sells a a lot of million, like a million, around, like a million, everyone, like a million a month. One Piece, like, triples that. Yeah. So, like, One Piece is, like, far ahead of everything else.
1: And, like, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, the holes that Naruto and Bleach left can't easily be filled. Yeah. I think my hero is getting there, just because my hero just had a wave of popularity. Yeah, but my hero's
0: getting my hero's getting there, but what? But but uh, it's not. Uh, but it's, the thing is, is that even my hero is not even selling as well as Naruto did no. when it was growing in popularity. So no, my, my hero, my
1: hero can't sustain Shonen Jump on its own.
0: Yeah, My Hero and One Piece can't sustain, and it's not like everything else is doing horribly. Like food, like Food Wars, Black Clover, Promise Neverland, those stuff. Those are doing pretty well for all things considered. They're doing, they're making money. They're just not making the money jump needs yeah. to sustain itself. Yeah,
1: it's just it's just the the things that made Shonen Jump what it is are gone. They're other gone. than One Piece,
0: Jump, and and like a bunch of a bunch of their original stuff is is leaving and there's a lot and uh doesn't help that one of the most popular new series that's getting like really popular, Promised Neverland, is apparently already halfway done and will be done in the next couple of years. So like what do they do? Uh do they need uh my guess is and Shane, this is gonna be kind of a this is a question going forward. Do you think jump needs to evolve?
1: Well I think I think I think any long running pa pu- pu- I think any long running publication needs to evolve to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. So the, the you know inherently yes they do. They need to either they need to either update their model or they need to find works that can help sustain them going forward like they Bleach need- and Naruto did. Yeah,
0: they need to stop what they really need to do is they need to stop making the fucking allowing Naruto clones to get allowed in. That's what's yeah. happening. Um,
1: and even the only even, reason- even yeah. Boruto can't yeah. like yeah. Boruto and the thing is much. Boruto
0: makes a lot of money, but Boruto is monthly, so yeah. Boruto can't. So Boruto obviously can't sustain it. Like the only. Re- like, uh, the only reason both My Hero and Black Clover, which, by the way, was both started off as obviously inspired by, like, Naruto and Classic Shonen, um, the only reason those did really well was because they came out, like, immediately after Naruto wrapped up. Yeah. So they were on the wave of popularity, so they, so, so they were able to actually, like, get like the fan those old the, those fans on board as quickly as they could
1: yeah everyone just kind of naturally transitioned over yeah
0: yeah so they came out at like the right time but we're still getting stuff like that now we're still getting like stuff like black clover and uh fucking my hero and it's I honestly i think the time for that type of shonen is dying like we need, like even my hero realized that my hero is not a basic shonen anymore. And for those who caught up on the manga, my hero has really just uh, my hero. Ba- my hero with the overhaul arc has stopped being a, ma- a, a, a like a shonen, a, like a like it's it's still a shonen, but it stopped being a classic shonen. It's evolved. So like even that has a re- even that realizes you need to. They need to start changing their shit. So... I hope Jump realizes that they can't... Do this forever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um... And I hope... That we get some... Really really good manga... from uh, Really good manga from this. Because Jump has given us some of the best manga of all time. And I really want it to stay around.
1: Yeah. So... Even if um... Mm-hmm. Even if like evolving in their sense is going... Digital... I do like, think they
0: should go digital, because yeah, trends, it w- it w- it digital would make sales have been better than their sales.
1: Yeah, it would make logical sense for them to go digital. That way they don't have to spend all the money to publish physical media. Like, And that's that's a lot coming from me, because I'm a physical media guy. I like having, especially with manga, like the volume in my hand. So, I get it's easier said than done, but... If they do want to stay relevant and on top of their competition, maybe it's something they need to consider.
0: That's something they need to... Especially since the online sales are better than... And plus, with the age of piracy in Japan being as bad for manga, especially being as bad as it is, going digital will actually probably help them. Because the biggest issue is that manga in Japan is just as expensive as it is over here. Yeah. And not everyone can afford a weekly subscription to Shonen Jump. So, what they can do is make it, basically switch to online, basically make, like, okay, you have a subscription, you have, like, a monthly subscription to, like, the website for Jump, and you can literally just get all the manga, like, every single time a new chapter comes out, um, and, uh, and then, and and it'll be, it'll be easier on people, and they won't have, and they won't resort to piracy as much, plus... You could uh, jump. Could do what I think it wants to do and expand into the international markets with an online store. Uh, they, I mean, they tried the print jump in the North America for a little bit. It lasted for about five years, but then died. So they, I think, if jump jump needs to go online, and they also need to start looking at international stuff if they want to yeah. actually make the cash. Um, but. Other than, but we're gonna we'll we'll continue covering jumps, changes as time goes
1: forward. I uh, if you if you want like a more in depth analysis of Shonen Jump and how it's doing, I suggest fucking Super Eye patches Wolf.
0: Yeah. He, uh, Super Eye yeah, Patch
1: he, Wolf's video on it. Yeah, he covers like the exact
0: same shit we covered, to be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, but his yeah his video is ex- on it is absolutely excellent. So, moving on. Um, Netflix is killing it with their anime licenses and original series recently. Yeah, huh? Um, yeah, and they announced t- there's uh two major th- things for Netflix we want to cover. The first off is the big announcement that the highly critically acclaimed uh anime film in this corner of the world will be released on Netflix this mar in uh on March fifteenth. Uh, Netflix announced on Monday that uh, that the Tsunokabuchi's and Mappa's In This Corner of the World film will be available on Netflix in Japan, the United States, Canada, and some countries and territories beginning on March 15th. Tsunokabuchi, who is the director of My My Miracle and Black Lagoon, wrote and directed the film, and 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 Genko and Animation Studio Mappa produced it. The anime sold more than 2 million tickets in Japan since opening on November 2016. Uh, in this corner, uh, I've been waiting for this film to cut, hit Netflix for a while.
1: Yeah, I have. I have no idea what this is. So explain it to me. Uh,
0: a uh, funimation, uh, fun, uh, funimation describes the film. The award winning story of In This Corner of the World follows a young lady named Suzu Orano, who in 1944 moves to the small town of Kure in Hiroshima to live with her husband's family. Suzu's life is thrown to the chaos when her town is bombed during World War II. Who president, uh. Pres- uh her, uh, his perseverance and courage underpin this heartwarming and inspirational tale of the everyday challenges faced by the Japanese in the midst of a violent, war-torn country. This beautiful, yet poignant tale shows that even in the face of adversity and loss, people can come together and rebuild their lives. So it's another Hiroshima huh. anime. Uh, which, I'm surprised we have We have a lot. <laughs> we have a lot of that. Um, But... I've heard very good things about it, and I really want to watch it, um, and it's the type of, and it was one, it was also one of those, uh, anime films that people agreed it was probably snubbed by the Academy, so... Oh, another one of those, oh. Yeah, uh, because it was sent for, uh, because it, because it was submitted, but uh, Funimation did not give the money they needed to actually market it properly. Uh, which happened with your name too. They did the same with your name. So Funimation, stop. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Funimation, spend more money on this shit, please. Go
1: buy your name on Blu-ray. It's really good.
0: <laughs> we'll get to th- we'll get to that stuff in a second. Um, uh, the other big Netflix news is that uh, on the day we are recording this, there is a new Netflix anime that has come out uh, called "Be the Beginning." It's one that's made by Production I.G. And it is a, uh, and uh, it is twelve episodes, and you could watch it literally right now on your Netflix app. It's another one of those uh, yeah, Netflix original anime, similar to Devilman Crybaby earlier in the year. Uh, according to the main, uh, the main synopsis is that it's you know it's set in a world powered by advanced technology, crime, and, and it's about crime and mysteries and shit in a in a in a. Uh, in the in an archipelago nation known as Cremona,
1: in a Neo Tokyo environment. Yeah, uh, I the, don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Neo Tokyo. The big deal is that the guy who's directing it worked on the he's he has direct he's worked on a lot of really highly acclaimed anime, including he was the character designer for Shamai Shampoo, huh. um, and he was also the animation director of that show, and huh. he was also the director of the anime sequence from Kill Bill. Uh, so, so that, uh, so, uh, you can watch it right now on Netflix. It's 12 episodes. Um, it's made by Production IG. Um, I'm definitely gonna check it out at some point. I don't know about yeah. you.
1: Yeah, same. Um, I mean, I still, I still have to watch fucking Devilman, so. Yeah,
0: same. Uh, I'm not rushing to watch Devilman, though, because I've read the manga for it already, so I can just literally watch it whenever, to me. Um, but, uh... And I've heard, uh, some of the early reactions to the to the series have actually been incredibly positive. So it seems that Netflix might have Netflix been is killing it right now. Netflix is literally kill. People were wor- I, I think people were worried because when they hear like Netflix original, they're thinking of the sh- anime, they're thinking of the shitty Death Note movie. Uh, yeah. But I honestly, I Netflix does seem to be taking its anime pretty seriously, and I yeah. do and I do appreciate the fact. That they're spending a lot. They're literally giving creators free reign to do literally whatever with the with uh with this uh yeah. with uh, the, the with the platform, and I think that's a... Uh, they're just right. like,
1: hey, we have the distribution rights, but you can make whatever you want.
0: <laughs> you, you can. You and then
1: Neo Yokio happened, and you know.
0: Yeah, and then Neo Yokio happened, which is technically not anime, though. So.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, but uh. No, uh, I, I kind of enjoy Neo Yokio, to be honest, but uh, mm. then there's <laughs> un-ironic, uh kind of ironically, both ironically and unironically, enjoy Neo Um But uh, those are, that's the Netflix anime news, uh, and I hope that they, they continue this high level of quality, because if they do, then Netflix might become a legitimate competitor. So. Yeah.
1: Um, but here's the thing. Just real quick little mini discussion. Um, if they do become like a big contender in the anime market, do you think they'll go the Amazon route by making their own anime service? Like no. Anime Strike.
0: I don't think so. They they probably saw that Anime Strike bombed hard. So I don't think they're going to. I, really I don't, don't think, so
1: think so either. But it is always a possibility. You never know. Yeah, it's
0: always a possibility. But I think they but saw what happened with Amazon. Seeing, seeing
1: as how everyone watched anime fall forward. Uh, Amazon fall flat on its ass with Anime Strike. Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure... they ne- would know ne- better.
0: Yeah, plus I do believe...
1: I, di- I- Netflix has been... Pre- uh, outside
0: of, like, not the sim The, like, not simulcasting shit. They've been pretty smart with the stuff they've picked up and they've had. So I'm gonna... So I'm, I'm gonna... I'm gonna give Netflix the benefit of the doubt here. Uh, so... Um, but in our final piece of news, in the news that dropped last minute for some fucking goddamn Which reason, literally
1: just dropped like 5 minutes before we started recording.
0: Yeah, for so recording. Uh Shane. Yes.
1: Uh are you a fan of Mamoru Hosoda? Mamoru Hosoda, the creative genius behind such films as The Girl That Leapt Through Time, The Boy and the Beast wolf children and many more Summer
0: Wars Digimon the movie
1: (laughs) Uh, yes um, and that's not a lie you 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 fucking know that don't ask me that shit
0: (laughs) uh no uh, fucking uh well the trailer for his new film dropped uh,
1: literally two seconds
0: ago uh, two two seconds ago Uh, Studio Chirizu Uh, uh, began streaming a new teaser trailer for Momonos' new film Mirai of the Future on Friday uh, on today today Um, (laughs) uh, the video which has English subtitles reintroduces the main characters Kuchan and Mirai It also reveals new characters the film will open in Japan on July 20th July 20th uh, although, to be fair, it had a May release date, so this means they got delayed. They pu-
1: okay, they pushed it back then.
0: They pushed it back. Uh, the movie has a 100 minute runtime. International sales manager represented the film at Cannes and has sold distribution rights to G Kids in the United States, MK2 Mile in Canada, Anime Limited in the you United know, Kingdom, and Madman Entertainment in Australia and New Zealand, meaning that this will be the first hosted a film not to be distributed by Funimation but instead will be distributed by GKids which well, means that which means that unlike the Funimation dubs it will probably have a more A-list Hollywood cast than the rest of them. Uh well <laughs> similar to no similar to the Ghibli films. Uh on no uh let's talk about that trailer cuz both of us watched the trailer before yeah. we started. Uh, that trailer was fucking great. Yeah, it, uh, it
1: totally looks like, uh, Posta in full force.
0: Yeah. It totally,
1: uh, compared to some of his other movies, it definitely has more of a, a, a Ghibli edge to it. Yeah, it has more of a
0: Ghibli, it reminds me of, it reminds me of, because the, like, age of the main character is so young.
1: Yeah, that he's it like reminds a toddler.
0: Of, it reminds me of Totoro, or, like, Ponyo, or something like that. Um, yeah. while Mira, uh, while the- The, like, the time travel stuff is, like, very Girl Who Left Through Time-ish.
1: That's, yeah, it's totally Girl that Left Through Time influence.
0: Yeah, I do, I do think that this, this does also look a lot more, how do I put it, it looks a lot more family friendly than some of his other stuff. Yeah. This definitely looks more like a... Fa- not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all.
1: I don't... I don't know if the... I don't know if the wolf father will die in the first 15 minutes in this one. I don't...
0: I, I don't know whether or not a, uh... A boy's gonna get his ear slashed by a wolf. Um... And have I blood don't... everywhere. <laughs> uh, uh
1: I yes. I don't know... I don't know if this movie will have a giant fucking shadow whale
0: shane has watched
1: almost every host of the film in the, literally in like in, in the last in the last week i have literally watched like a majority of host of those films the only one i have left is summer wars and i gotta say all of them are 10 out of 10 material for me mm-hmm. except for one thing which does relate to um Mirai of the future um I loved The Girl That Leapt Through Time. It was a perfect movie for me, except for the time travel aspect. Because to me Mm -hmm. and everyone (laughs) else, this is like, this is common knowledge. Time travel is such a unique circumstance that it is very easy to mess up. And I felt. I didn't feel like Girl That Leapt Through Time messed up its its time travel aspect. But I felt like. In, I felt like in the context of the film, it wasn't fully utilized, I think. I felt like, um, in terms of the movie, like it was kind of inconsistent at points. Because they, they really didn't properly explain the rules of the time travel. They're just like, hey, you can go back in the past for a certain length that's cool but then chiaki comes from the future and then he can use his time leap to go back to the future but up until that point you've only shown that time you can only time leap into the past so it's like that's why it's not 10 out of 10 for me because the time travel was inconsistent and they didn't explain the rules properly the only reason i didn't give it a 10 otherwise i fucking love it I, so that I, makes me that makes me kind of concerned for this movie, like how is the time travel going to work and how is he going to incorporate it into the narrative? Is he actually going to explain it? He he
0: sent it according to Hosoda, it's gonna take place mostly in like one location, like one city, and like not have much time travel. It's literally like someone just comes from the future and that's it basically.
1: Good. Because if he keeps it simple like that, I, I don't really have many uh things to worry about. Yeah. I honestly so. believe,
0: like, my favorite host of the film is still Wolf Children, and it seems to be tapping into, like, the same ideas of Wolf Children.
1: Yeah, it definitely has, like, family uh, thematic value to yeah, it. Yeah,
0: fucking Wolf Children, which, like, uh, uh, if anyone, if you're gonna watch, if anyone in the audience is gonna watch at least only one host of the film, make it be Wolf Children. Uh, I
1: mean, you should just watch all of yeah, them. Yeah, you should watch but... all of
0: like ev- all of them because all of them are fucking incredible. But watch Wolf Children the most.
1: Um, watch ch- w- Watch Wolf Children four times in the same day and destroy yourself emotionally like Matt did.
0: I did that first time I watched it. I watched it four times in a day, cried every single time I watched it, and then I broke myself emotionally. Then I, watched the, then I watched the commentary track the next day, because uh, I hate myself, uh, but at the same time, it's an amazing fucking movie, and one of the, it's argu- arguably one of the greatest animated films I've ever seen, so... Yeah,
1: I, I can't argue there. Even if it isn't my favorite, it's still fucking oh, it's up not, there. Yeah,
0: it's not my favorite, but it's up there for some Ghibli, with Ghibli, in my opinion, in a lot yeah. of, like, uh, Ghibli and Pexar, it's like, a, like the top kind
1: of, tier. of, um... It's kind of interesting that this um this new movie uh Mirai is not being uh picked up by Funimation. That's really interesting? Uh yeah. So, I'm not
0: surprised G-Kids picked it up though cuz they're picking up a lot yeah. of anime films um because uh they they they're the people who picked up the Ghibli license because because of course as we, uh, Yeah. As they I, own all, I, all the this Ghibli mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: So it's like uh, so before, uh, when when this gets released over here um it's not going to have a Funimation release it isn't going to be put on Funimation now which sucks L- unlike the rest of his movies which are all in one convenient movies. spot
0: Yeah but I, uh, and uh no, but since it's G-Kids, we can probably expect a faster in a faster international release actually. Yeah, then. it's it's
1: going to have it's going to have a widespread Blu-ray release. It's going to be really accessible yeah. to find Yeah, it's going to be a lot more purchase. accessible than
0: his other stuff because G-Kids is a uh, because D-Kids is going to market this to like the general public, not the anime public. Yeah. So that's yeah. going to be a big boost. Um Yeah. Uh, like G Kids is the, are the people because this we, this we this happened long before the podcast we started we started out the podcast again so we weren't able to cover it but Disney actually lost all the rights to Ghibli stuff because they, they they not because they like did something bad but just the uh, license expired yeah um and they chose not to renew it because they weren't because this was also at the time where Ghibli wasn't sure if they were gonna make a new film or not. So Disney was like, "Well, we we're just wasting money if we just fucking buy it again because we don't know if they're gonna make another film, and we ma- and we're making a bajillion dollars off of Star Wars Episode Eleven. So let's go, <laughs> and so let's uh, so let's go and uh, so we'll just not get it. So g Kids came in there and swooped in.
1: We're we're making a trillion dollars off of." Redacted, a Star Wars story.
0: Redacted, I jokes on you. I would totally go see a movie called Redacted, a Star Wars story. Uh, but um, our can, main
1: character is literally a piece of cardboard. <laughs>
0: our main character is a piece of cardboard, and you'll go see it because Star Wars. Um, because you're
1: all idiots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, f- uh, literally, with a, literally, you're the, you're the same way with Marvel, though. You'll go see anything they put out. Uh, fucking. Uh G uh G Kids came in there, swooped in, picked up Ghibli's all of Ghibli's catalog, with the exception of Grave of the Fireflies, which is currently licensed by Sentai, mm-hmm. and uh and uh The Wind Rises, which due to license due to licensing is still owned by Disney and will probably yeah. be owned by Disney for the next like ten years. Yeah, so-, so
1: so even though Ghibli films are not available on legal streaming services. All of them are on Blu ray in very accessible formats. So. Yeah. Uh, so go watch go on, them. You can go on Amazon and fucking buy any of them for like 20 bucks on Blu ray. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got really sidetracked, but whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever. We got really
0: sidetracked. But uh, with that. This
1: film looks fucking great and it looks like. It looks just like the rest of his works, which is not a bad thing because the rest of his works are fucking incredible. Yeah. I'm going to watch it.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, fuck yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah same. Theater, like to buy the like too. The, s- the second it comes over here, I'm I'm watching it.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh. Uh. The, me and Shane will make a pact to go see it, and we'll like yes. come back and talk.
1: And about And then, it then we'll, again. we'll we'll do. You know what, what? When this comes out over here, we'll do. We'll dedicate an entire episode of the Gap to uh, a discussion on Mirai mm-hmm. of the future. Yeah. Oh, I- we'll have we'll have an open discussion review of episode. Uh, yeah, that will be that
0: will be fun. Um. All right. So, with that, we are done. We are done with the news.
1: That's it. News. Now we move on to our featured anime of the week.
0: Uh, our featured anime of the week, which is the no, which is, as all of you know from the last podcast, is an anime that came out back in 2016. So it's a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty recent show.
1: Yeah, it's only two years old.
0: Oh, only, only two years old. Um, it was it it, no, it, uh, it 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 is uh it is the highly highly critically acclaimed uh. A- anime mob psycho 100 based on the manga of the same name by one it's directed by yuzhiro taka uh tachikawa and written by shiroshi seko studio bones worked on it it's 12 episodes long and aired from july 12 2016 to january tw- uh, to Seb- september 27th 2016 the main story of the show follows a young boy named Mob who has the who has the ability to use psychic powers. Unfortunately, he's not the most socially adept person out there. Uh to help him uh hone his psychic powers or hone his psychic powers use that in air quotes, uh he's employed by a man named Reagan who's actually just using his powers in order to make a quick Buck and the series follows him, Mob and Reagan, and the event and uh, the adventures in helping people deal with uh, 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 supernatural threats, other psychics, and eventually the mysterious organization known as Claw. Shane, what were your initial impressions on Mob Psycho One Hundred after you watched it?
1: Okay, so, uh, unlike with uh, Cowboy Bebop, which I had. I had watched a while before we did the podcast, like, when I was a kid, so mm-hmm. the rewatch for that for the podcast was basically like watching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike with that, I actually did watch this show before we even knew we were going to cover it on the show. I just, I just watched it on a whim, because it was one of those shows that was on my list for the longest time, because I knew it was fucking one, and... Any of you who know One knows he did One Punch Man, and I fucking love One Punch Man with a passion. So, I knew I had to watch this at some point. And so, when I did, I was... I, I knew the gist of it going in. I knew it was going to be really quirky and kind of dumb, like, you know, one stuff usually is. Um, but goddamn, this show's fucking great. Um, it really is. It really is. Like, I love above all else above you know aside from the great characters aside from the incredible action scenes uh i the thing i love most about this show is the way that bones handled its execution because unlike with one punch which had a professional manga remake that was the anime was based on with professional artwork. There's no such thing that exists for Mob Cycle. All we got is one's shitty webcomic <laughs> that looks like ass. <laughs> so I really love the way that Bones uh, handled the execution of the show. It really captured the the offbeat, quirky nature of the original comic, and it it ba- it's basically the comic. Like it looks exactly like the comic. It's kind of shitty, but it's really endearing and charming. It's kind so of I shitty,
0: just... but in re- it it's re- it's really hard to do shi- good shitty. So, yeah.
1: so I I I really respect the way that uh Bones went about this because every aspect of the show really pays homage to the original web comic in just the best way possible. Like even though it, even though like the style because it's obviously based on one's webcomic, which looks like utter shit. It kind of does inherently look like shit, but at the same time, it looks fucking phenomenal, and I don't know how they fucking did it. The animators at Bones are like fucking wizards or something. I don't know, man.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mob Psycho 100 is one of those series that I watched. As a, uh, I was extremely excited for it because, like you, I'm a huge fan of One Punch Man. So when this show was coming out and I heard about it, I was like, "I someone described Aww. someone, so, yeah, yeah." I made that noise exactly. Um, I was excited for it because my someone described to me as One Punch Man, but with psychics, and I'm. And immediately I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna watch the hell out of this.
1: But there are psychics in One Punch Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know, but, like... <laughs> but, like, like, no, that's, the, that's a good talking point, because... When you compare the two, they are, like, at their core, basically the same fucking show. They're just core, executed a little differently.
0: No, they're the same show, but there's, in terms of narrative, they're, like, the exact same... But in terms of tone, they're so vastly different Yeah. that it's like hard to actually compare. Uh, we'll get into that, and so once we go into like the more in-depth discussion, we'll talk about that. But Mob Psycho 100, I watched it as it was airing, and holy Ed, I holy shit! <laughs> uh, it blew most shows that in 2016, which let's be honest with you, was a fucking fantastic year for anime. Yeah. Mob Psycho ended up being a standout, uh, not just due to the animation, although we'll get into the animation in a second, but thanks to a surprising amount of heart, emotion, and a, and clever world-building that I did not expect it to have.
1: Yeah.
0: It, it, the, because one of the things... Even though I love One Punch Man... I think the person can... Uh, the first person... Uh, everyone can admit... That One Punch Man is a pretty cynical show. Um, purposely so. But it's a pretty cynical show. Um, not a bad thing, but that's just how a tone is. Mob Psycho 100 is anything but cynical. And it... De- unlike One Punch Man... Mob Psycho 100 has like this it has a, it has this constant just beating heart that is always throughout it throughout the entire show and there's something about it that just makes it endearing as fuck
1: mhm
0: yeah mhm and I'm so happy and I'm so happy that Bones picked it up cause Bones does those types of shows really well and, plus, the, plus they have their infinite money, so they're able to pull <laughs> they off... They have
1: their fucking infinite budgets. <laughs> yeah, especially for this one. That they can just one. pour into this
0: shit. Especially for this one, which I honestly think might be one of the most Sakuga-laden shows Wait, I've ever literally,
1: seen. Literally, we will get into it when we when we get into the actual discussion, but literally, episode 8 is mostly all Sakuga. And it's ri- it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous.
0: Um, but we're gonna get into it, uh, with, uh, Shane, uh, we're gonna follow a similar format as before, uh, Shane, what is, who is your favorite character for Mob Psycho 100?
1: Reagan, moving on. Ra-
0: yeah, moving on, it's Reagan, uh, <laughs> let's actually talk about Reagan for a second, cause Reagan is, uh, the best character of the show. It's by
1: far, like, there's no competition. the best character of this show. There's really no competition uh when it comes to best character. Re- Reagan is I'm not even joking. Reagan is one of my favorite characters in all of anime. Yeah, Reagan's <laughs> Reagan is
0: Reagan is both simultaneously a sleazebag bag and also a surprisingly good father figure to Mob, yeah. which I find very fascinating.
1: Like he come like when he's introduced He's introduced as, like, this sleazy businessman. Oh, he's only in it for the money. He's taking advantage of Mob's powers to further his business. But when you get right down to it, like, Reagan is surprisingly decent to Mob. Like, he's... He doesn't treat him like shit. Like, oh, he's just an intern. That means I can, you know, push him around and whatever. He treats him with respect, and he actually goes out of his way to... Teach mob life lessons that he thinks will benefit him in the long run. Yeah, like, whether well, or not they're actually good life lessons, they're not. But, <laughs> but but uh... he he still he he has much like the show. He has such a big heart. Like. At, at, Granted, it is in you know it is coded with the, the sleazy businessman ordeal. Which, by the way, every time that comes in is fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious! Like he's the perfect blend of encouraging uh, authority figure while also just being a fucking dickbag. <laughs> I love and I love every second of it. And it every is- literally, this show does not have enough Reagan. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> If yeah. I can come up... If I can think of one negative for the show, not enough Reagan. Give not me n- more Reagan.
0: Yeah, there's a section of the show in the middle where, like, Reagan's just gone. And you feel his absence. Because uh, every time he's on screen, he just commands the entire screen.
1: Yeah, every every time he's on screen, it's just... Oh.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's great. Uh, and I, I love reagan in a show with really good characters like the characters of this show are are easily the strong of one of the strongest elements reagan is Mm -hmm. up and above the best part of that um uh and he also and also does everything with his moments and everything with the end of his uh at the end of this show with reagan is probably one of the greatest yeah. anime moments of all time
1: honestly like the climax of reagan's character arc is fucking genius
0: it's genius it's hilarious and it's very in keeping with one and but it's also like fucking just badass and it's oh it's so it's, good it's
1: just it's just so good it's just that's all you can just say. so
0: good but with every po- positive, there must come a negative. Who is your least favorite character from My Mob Psycho? least
1: favorite character in Mob Psycho 100 is the vice president of the school council, Hikaru Takugawa. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Takugawa is just... He is portrayed as a dick and nothing but a dick. And you really feel it every time he is on screen. Yeah, like. It- he yeah. has he is basically the exact opposite of Reagan if you really think about it yeah it's like he has he has no heart no soul he does nothing with his uh in his position of power to encourage other students he's just a dick and nothing else and I hate him and I wish he would die yeah yeah he's pretty, uh, he's pretty much just
0: out of a out of a cast of surprisingly like well-developed characters he is like one of the like he is like one of the only characters of the show that legitimately feels like
1: he was just thrown in to- there to
0: fit a uh, a role, yeah. From what I understand, he get his role is expanded. Like after the mo- anime wraps up, his role starts really getting expanded on. So well, like, I hope
1: we get season two to find out about that.
0: Yeah. Uh. So I hope we get season two. Uh. Oh, well, to be fair, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain because the ending of this show does actually lend itself to a good ending. It
1: does wrap up rather nicely.
0: <laughs> it does wrap up rather nicely, but. I hope we get a Season 2, because I just want more Mob. So, uh, Shade, here's the hardest thing. Actually, not really hard, because we all have, not really, we both no. have the same answer. What is your favorite episode of Mob Psycho 100?
1: Episode 8, moving on. <laughs> episode 8, The Older Brother Bows, Destructive Intent. Um, we mentioned th- this earlier. This is, ba- this is the episode where basically, like... 80% of it is just all sakuga and my fucking god. God, the
0: fight against Koyama in this episode is <laughs> is one of the greatest anime fights I have ever had the pleasure of looking at on screen. It is a visual marvel while also being simultaneously badass. And, and it's also
1: it's also rooted in an emotional storyline yeah because yeah. mob is trying to defend his brother ritsu from getting kidnapped by koyama and um the douchebags at claw and then he goes psycho and he, uh Mob uh, is a good older brother he is yeah and ritsu's
0: a little shit Ritsu is a little shit, but I like Ritsu, so it's not about- I do
1: like Ritsu. He he has quite he has actually uh, really well, good character development. He is one of the, the best show.
0: character arcs of the show, I think.
1: I think the best, honestly. Yeah. Uh especially
0: the second half of the show is more about Ritsu than it is Mob. Um Yeah. Uh but I do love I I do love the whole uh stuff with uh fucking uh, uh, Koyama in that episode is great. In a yeah. show that pretty much has ev- every episode is pretty much incredible, but episode eight is. Episode
1: hand- eight is like a step above the rest.
0: Yeah, it's single handedly the best episode of the show. Uh, with the, with the runner up being, uh, Mob and Ep- Reagan, the finale. Yeah,
1: episode 12. Yeah, which is, ugh. 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 Like, okay, if we're talking, if we're talking best episode. Mm-hmm. Episode 8 hands down if we're talking best moment, yeah. Reagan psychic.
0: Reagan uh, psychic, let the adults do the do this. Let the adults handle this. Yeah, let the adults handle this. I uh it's it's it, it's absolutely incredible. Uh now I'm going to talk about just general like more in-depth discussion on like favorite moments, favorite uh aspects of the show. Um, We've mentioned the animation before, so I don't Mm -hmm. think we don't really need to go into it that much.
1: Animation's incredible. Bones brought Um, their A game with this one.
0: I really want to talk about how the show uses its humor. Because this also goes into One Punch Man, too, and why I love One Punch Man so much. Uh, One of the things that I feel a lot of anime do to the detriment especially in shows that are like, action shows they use their humor as a distraction their humor is a distraction sometimes you get yeah. what I mean?
1: yeah like, yeah yeah I totally understand
0: yeah uh Mob Psycho uh it does the smart thing and all of its humor none of its humor is pointless or distracting it no. actually builds character yeah and hidden within, like, the, the humor and the little jokes they make are little character-building moments. Um, most notably with Dimple, a lot of the funny stuff with him is just, is, is, is builds his character. And yeah, it,
1: it, like, in, in, in any other anime, I feel like Dimple would be a complete joke character. Yeah. But in this, uh, in this show... Uh, they incorporate the jokes about dimple into who he is as a person and how that expands his knowledge of who he is and how he can be better yeah. and as di- as
0: the show goes on dimple actually be- dimple is a surprising source of exposition i dig- yeah. dig- like like dig- like in any like you said in any other show dimple would be a joke character but here but here when uh i do appreciate it too that when Bob Cycle gets serious and I think this is something that it actually has above fucking one punch. When it gets serious, it it's not like it it doesn't it, it when it gets serious, it stays that way. Every character just like yeah. switches. They know exactly what's up and the show stops being funny for a second. And I do appreciate a show that can balance tones like that.
1: Yeah. Because even unlike One, Punch, Man unlike has that One Punch, who literally cannot be serious about anything because of the fucking nature of its concept,
0: <clears throat> well, Mob, Psych- Mob Psycho though, when it gets serious, it it, it it takes itself seriously. Like it actually has a legitimate story it wants to tell. Yeah. Um, which by the way, which by the way, in an essence, this show is basically just a coming of age story. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's
0: basically just a coming-of-age story using Mob's flaring-up emotions and psychic abilities as metaphors for Mm -hmm. standard going-through-puberty emotions. So, like, anger, love, compassion, that type of wonderful shit. because
1: one of the things I did want to mention, and I mentioned this to you yesterday, Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite aspects of this show Mm -hmm. is the nature of when Mob goes psycho. Because every time Mob hits 100, depending on the situation he's in, it's always something different that happens. Like, it's never the same sequence of events when Mob goes psycho. It, it, all, come, it all is based on the emotions he's feeling in that moment, and thus it has a different effect on him. And I love that aspect, because it not only tells a great story and adds to Mob's character, but it also adds variety to the show itself. Because I feel like if... Because Mob goes psycho a handful of times in the yeah, show. You, like, only three times. The show
0: is surprisingly... Th- it's, it doesn't... It it doesn't, like, in any other show, it would have used it, like, every episode or something. Yeah. But this show, it, it, it uh... It it only uses it every once in a while, so when it happens, it just feels
1: it's, like a, it's impactful. Yeah, and I feel like if I feel like if they didn't go in that direction, and it was just the same thing that happened every time, it would have it. It would honestly be a detriment to the show it because it wouldn't it wouldn't have the same emotional impact, and it wouldn't have the same like character thema- building. Yeah, for yeah Mob. the same
0: thematic uh, building yeah. too. Uh, so, like, I love and I love. How? How? Even though the, but I, I love even how like even though he's even when he's not at a hundred, mobs attacks are so like varied. Yeah, you could basically do whatever with it. I also love how like the. Okay, so Mob Psycho uses psychics, psychic powers in the same way that Fumata Alchemist uses alchemy. In that, though, not actually psychic powers. Um, like some of the stuff here is like that what that's not a psychic uh but (laughs) um but the amount of attacks and psychic abilities are so like there's so many different types yeah uh like the show comes up with new ways for psychic powers to be used
1: like fucking
0: Um... like
1: there's a there's a scene in episode 8 when uh Koyama has like the spiral around his arm like that's not
0: Yeah, and he uses like us. That's not psychic. Yeah, Yeah, but it's awesome. We don't care. But it's
1: it's awesome, but it's not psychic. (laughs) Yeah, that ain't
0: accurate. (laughs) And I love. uh, I but probably but probably the aspect that hit me the most outside of the animation in terms of technicals was the music of the show. Uh, Yeah, it's got it's
1: got a great score.
0: Great score. Um, Kenji Kawai did the music, and Kenzie Kawhi is a fucking genius. Uh, that's all you need to know about him. Uh, he's best if he's best known for his work on um, Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original Ghost in the Shell. Uh, but he also did Higurashi. He did Fate, the original Fate. Uh, he did uh, Pat Labor. He worked on uh, he worked on uh, fucking uh, Devilman back in the 80s. Uh, oh. Uh, older devil man. He did Gundam 00. He even did the and he also did the soundtrack to the original Japanese rain in in back in the 90s for the live action.
1: Oh. Uh, and
0: he also did he did and he oh and he also did uh the soundtrack for the for the Japanese Death Note movies. Well shit. Uh and I oh and IP man. Um uh which by the way, speaking of if anyone has not seen IP man, fucking watch. IP man. Uh, Donnie Yen is the greatest, and I, I love him. So, but with every, po- but again, with every positive must come a negative. Do you have any nitpicks or criticisms about Mob Psycho 100? Because I actually have one, but we'll get into it in a second. Uh, I mean, outside of there not being enough Reagan, of
1: course. Not being enough Reagan. <laughs> um, Honestly, I'm kind of. Um, it's kind of hard for me to find many negatives in the show because I'm a. I'm a lot less uh, analytical than you, Matt. I am. I am a simple man of simple tastes. So if something if something just inherently satisfies me, I'm just like, yeah, it's great. I don't really care. Um. So honestly, I looking back. I can't really think of any negatives per se mm-hmm. for this show. Um, I'm sure there are like little nitpicky details. If I went back and watched it again, that I could probably point out. But as it is right now, other than not enough Reagan, yeah, I, I really don't have any uh, nitpicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have any of.
0: real big criticisms either. Uh, on a technical level, on a technical level, and an emotion and a thematic level, this show works. Basically, perfectly. So I don't really have any issues there. My only real nitpick, and this is not this is not the show's fault. So I cannot dock the show for this. It's just the way it was made. Claw feels like an afterthought.
1: Okay. Yeah. True. I can I can agree with you there. Claw
0: feels like an afterthought, and Claw feels like they're not well developed enough, and the stuff with them is unresolved.
1: Yeah um claw feels like they were just thrown in there to fit the archetype of a antagonistic force for the show Mm -hmm. um honestly other than that yeah i i agree with you 100 percent. now that i think about it yeah claw's just kind of really pointless in the grand scheme of things
0: yeah uh here in the manga they have bigger they after this section they get bigger roles and stuff who knows? After the show we're talking about right now, they do feel they could have been cut out and replaced. They could what they could have done is they could have literally just made like one evil psychic the bad guy and have the exact same things happen. They yeah. did claw. They
1: they didn't really need a whole fucking evil organization. <clears throat> yeah, I do I do
0: like it though that they are literally run by a whiny kid. I think I, I think yeah, that's kind of funny.
1: That's kind of that's kind of interesting.
0: That does no, it's it's also funny because it because I think it's meant to be like a parody of the fact that most villains are basically when you get are down just to it. whiny little kids. Are just whiny little kids. I I do think that's that's a very one thing. Yeah. Because every time every time he does something, it always makes fun of like shonen or seinen or something like anime, and that very much feels like that that's his One Punch Man side going coming out of the satire. Um... Uh and I think we should preface this. If you want to watch Mob Psycho, go. It's not a satire like One Punch. So no. don't go in it's very funny, extremely funny, but it's not a satire. But
1: don't Yeah, don't go in expecting it to make fun of everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like One the One Punch is a satire. This is Oh not. yeah.
1: Yeah, hardcore
0: satire. Yeah. Uh and it's better that it's better than some of the stuff it's making fun of, which I find absolutely
1: hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking it's a phenom it's phenomena, man. I can't explain it. Yeah, we'll get to one punch eventually. Uh but
0: since we don't and I um, any final thoughts on mob cycle that we haven't discussed yet that you
1: wanna cover? Uh, yeah, I think for the most part we covered everything other than uh the show's amazing um. and if you literally have any... If you literally have any outlet you can watch this show on, watch it. Buy the Blu-ray, as our, our Lord and Savior Reagan once said. Yep. Buy um, the Blu-ray, buy the manga, support... Buy the Blu-ray, buy the manga, watch it on Funimation. Just watch this show, because you will... You will regret it if you don't watch the show. If you like... If you like comedy, if you like action, if you like... Em- emotionally impactful moments in anime, this show is for you. So, just watch it. Yeah. Uh, I do love um,
0: uh, the, uh, the one thing I do want to bring up that I haven't mentioned yet is uh, the opening is absolutely amazing. Oh my god, yes! The opening and, and ending.
1: Uh, yes. The, that... Actually, that's one thing I wanted to mention. Uh, now that I think about the ending, I love... This is going back to the production side of things, but... Again, I love the way Bones executed this, because there are so many aspects of multimedia usage in this show that are just really well done, because I I was just reminded of that thinking about the ending, because there there are those points, like the ending, where it's like, it's like painting on glass animation. That must have taken fucking forever. (laughs) Oh, that took fuck, that had to have taken, like, weeks, but like... I really love the commitment to the show in that aspect because that's not the that's not the only time in the show where they they take advantage of uh, multimedia. As mm-hmm. that just goes back into me gushing about how Bones handled this. Like there's and it's that great. one
0: character that the character that mob is like in fucking in love with who's actually animated normally unlike the rest yeah. of the
1: cast. <laughs> yeah, she's like actually. Uh, anatomically correct and everything and yeah, it's like Ugh. yeah which is which is fu- which makes it all the funnier <laughs> yeah. Um but it's yeah like, wow I thi- mob likes a real human <laughs> I do I do think we're done here though uh, yeah I think I think I think we can wrap this and up we can wrap
0: this up with final scores what will be is your final score for mob cycle 100
1: I think I think I'm gonna agree with you here I think I'm gonna give it a 10
0: a 10 yeah Yep, I'm gonna give it a ten too. I think that Mob Psycho, the reason why it's so good is because, and why it works so well is again due to its strong animation, Leagues of Heart, great action scenes, and stellar, stellar character work. Uh, it's 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 definitely one of. Uh, the best like pure shonen shows that have come out in the past couple of years and if you have yeah. if, if you guys have not seen Mob Psycho 100 please please fix that it is absolutely incredible
1: and let me let me just preface this before we uh, end when we say we give it a 10 that doesn't mean that it's absolutely perfect yeah no 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 like, no no no, no, no. Th- this show has problems but when we give it a 10 that means that it is as close to perfect as it can possibly be
0: yeah and whether perfect and perfect me and perfect means different things for different genres too. Yeah. Perfect different types of shows. If a show is trying to be one thing, and it does that thing ex- like exceedingly well, better than anything else, it's going to get a ten, of course. Yeah. So like. So. It, so so mob yeah mob psycho is is not like bebop. It ain't perfect, but no. what it does well,
1: it does so unbelievably yeah. well it it uh, it does it does things in its genre arguably better than most other shows yeah. of its type yeah like when I give mob a 10 mm-hmm. I don't mean it's perfect because it does have its small amount of issues. When I give it a 10, I mean that in my mind this is a quintessential anime for anime fans. Yeah, it is. Specifically shonen fans or fans of really good comedy. This is quintessential.
0: Yeah. This is a quintessential anime and will probably remain a quintessential anime for years and years and years. I th- I think just
1: its unique style is going to make it stand out This test is going to age
0: alone. really well. Yes. Um and with that, I believe we are done talking about the featured anime of the week. Huh?
1: Oh, God, now it's the fart I fear. Oh, jeez. It is time
0: for Shane's favorite part of the show. Oh, my favorite part. Time for the part. random anime generator. How we do this is...
1: If you, if you guys aren't... Before you click the randomizer. If you guys aren't familiar with our format, uh... One week, Matt picks the anime that we talk about, and then the next week we do a randomizer, which means fuck my life, right? Yeah, I picked
0: Mob Psycho last week, which means that this week is randomizer. Okay, so, let's get
1: this shit over with.
0: So, how this works is we can select up to three genres, and it doesn't. We don't even need to pick a genre if we really want to, or we can pick as many as we want—zero, one, two, or three. So, Shane, do you want to pick a genre or no?
1: Okay, I feel. I feel like. We've
0: done three action shows in
1: a row. We've done three action shows in a row. Um, I feel like we need to f- mix it up. I feel like I need to mix it up just in my general viewing, because I've been watching really fucking dramatic films lately, so I need something to break that up. Uh, I'm going to pick Slice of Life.
0: Uh, hmm. What, uh, what was that? I'm going to pick Slice of Life. Oh, Slice of Life. Let's go. Slice of Life. Anything else?
1: Um... I think you can pick the rest. Are you not going to pick anything else?
0: <laughs> like, I... Do... All right. I, uh, I
1: just I just want something warm and fuzzy, yeah We are okay? just
0: doing Slice of Life that Shane is going oh, bold Okay. Here. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. No, we're going bold here. One genre, which means we could literally get anything we in that genre, anything, regardless. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> and it's generating...
1: Mm. I am very, uh... I'm anxious as fuck. <laughs> huh! Oh, God. I have oh, never no. heard of this
0: show before. Oh,
1: that's great news! Oh. The show,
0: next week's show, is a show that I have never seen. It's a fantasy slice of life. It's okay. called Puko's Udon World. It's available to watch on Crunchyroll, so it is illegally the available. fuck is this?! <laughs> Taking, uh, taking a break from the hustle and bustle of Tokyo, Suto Tawara returns to his hometown in Kagawa, Though his parents are no longer around, his former home and family-owned udon restaurant reminds him of the time his families were still together. Reminiscing about his childhood, Suta enters the udon restaurant and discovers a grimy young boy sleeping. At first, Suda thinks nothing of the chance encounter and provides the boy with food and clothing. However, to his surprise, the boy suddenly sprouts a furry pair of ears and a tail. Suda learns that the nameless boy is actually the rumored shape-difting tanuki that's been inhabiting Kagaya for many years. Thinking that the boy has been living a lonely life, he decides to take him in and name him Poco. Uh...
1: Uh, it, It sounded very normal until the tanuki boy shows up.
0: Until the Tanuki looking it up it has a surprisingly high score on MAL and it and the animation studio behind it is doing it the animation studio behind it has done a bunch of stuff mainly hero- they did Heroic Legend of Arslan, Terraform Mars and this season's Killing Bites but this huh. is obviously very different from Killing Very Bites. different this show is available to watch on Crunchyroll so we can watch it legally. So I'm
1: going to I guess that's how I'm going to watch it. It's
0: 12 it episodes so it's literally a short. Okay, one.
1: so it's it's short too. Okay, it's that's short.
0: Good. It's a seinen apparently. Um know. and it's but there's no dub for it either.
1: Okay, that's so fine. So this is
0: going to be the first show we cover that is not yet f- dubbed.
1: Yeah. This is the first show we'll cover sub only. I
0: have never heard of this show before? Yeah, me never neither. seen this show. <laughs> to be
1: honest, kind of excited. Cause I, this kind of sounds fucking cool. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah, like it, it sounded. It sounded like um, it sounded like a real emotional gut punch kind of show until the Tanuki boy showed up.
0: I think I but, think that I think it's gonna be kind of like in the vein, like a like veining Bag Wolf Children, kind of being the vein of Wolf Children.
1: Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Which if it st- if
0: it's as good as Wolf Children, fuck I yes, mean, <laughs> fuck. No,
1: but it, like I was, I was even thinking that when you when you got it like, oh, he finds a boy who sprouts ears and a tail, and I'm like, oh my god, is this fucking wolf children? The yeah. series.
0: Yeah, I'm excited though. It's twelve episodes long. We'll get it. We'll get it to you next week. And, uh, we well, will. Not, we ne- will get you into do this in two weeks with Pookapocos. Udon World. Who knows? Maybe we'll fucking adore this fucking show. Who knows? Well,
1: I know. I, I know what I'm doing. As soon, I know what I'm doing as soon as I sign off here. I'm looking the shit up on Crunchyroll. So yeah.
0: So uh, and with that, I think we're gonna we can wrap up here now. So, uh, my name is Matt, aka Legion Rex. Uh, this is my co-host Shane, aka the Beer One. Uh, Remember,
1: we're separated by distance, but connected by fate. We are connected D- buy by the
0: Blu-ray. Do it. The... <laughs> Buy the buy the Blu-ray from Funimation. Uh, it is for thirty bucks. <laughs> uh, I buy it and love it. And go to your go it. to
1: your local Best Buy and it will be the last copy there. And just fucking yoink it,
0: <laughs> yoink yoink that
1: shit. It will literally make the make the noise yoink as you're saying it. And There's- then people will look at you weirdly as you walk to checkout, but that's fine.
0: But that's fine. You have your name. It's not a big deal. No one cares. It's not. <laughs> it's
1: actually the biggest deal, Matt. You un- you misunderstand this.
0: Oh oh oh! I- I excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I think it's uh, it- we're pretty much uh, pretty much done here. My name is Matt. Yeah. This is Shane. Uh, we will both, see you guys. We'll see you guys in, two, in weeks. 2
1: weeks for a new episode and we'll watch fucking Udon's World or something, I yeah, don't know.
0: Udon, Udon's World or the Japanese name Unon no kuni no, kini no Uh we're going to call it by its English name. Let's fuck fuck that. Yeah, uh, God. <laughs> but yeah, and uh and we'll see and we'll see you guys next time.
1: Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to the Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.